All right, so this is a good one. How do I have principles but not come across as an ass? What a great question. <laughs> what an important one. And I think if we're asking that question to begin with, that's a really good thing. <laughs> because I think the trouble is a lot of the time we get hypnotized or caught up in the things that are important to us. So we get very close to them. And when we're very close to them, we can't kind of see the wood for the trees and then we don't have perspective. Now, it doesn't mean we're wrong. They, they may still be very, very valuable principles. But I think if life can teach us anything, it's that principles aren't enough. It, it's a bit like health itself. You know, knowing that nutritious foods are good for you ain't really the point. You got to get those foods. You got to prepare them. You got to eat them. And if you were, let's say, somebody who works in healthcare education, you'd know that just communicating the importance of nutrition to people mightn't even be enough. You'd have to understand maybe a little bit about what availability they have to the right types of foods, uh, why they eat the foods they do, what are the social reasons, what are the economic reasons behind it, and so on, and, and in that way consider it in a little bit more depth. So it's sometimes said that good communication is saying what you want to say but in ways that another person can understand. And I think it's that second bit that sometimes gets missed out on. You know, because we probably don't want to go too far just to the second part. We probably don't want to just say what the other person wants to hear the whole time. You know, that may have a role some of the time, but you know, you have a right to communicate and to share your experience in the world. That's very, very useful. Now, there are going to be some opportunities for that that are more uh, useful than others and some moments where you probably shouldn't share your experience depending on the danger level or how well it's going to be taken. There's always a context to any conversation that's happening. But if you think of that as a formula, what is it that I want to share and how can the other person best understand it? That's a useful way to be thinking about this. And even in the first part, what is it that you want to share? It's nice to consider how what you want to share can benefit you, but also the other person and any other people in the world and the world itself, to look at it ecologically in that way. And that way, if you're starting off from that point of really feeling that there's benefit mutually for everyone, already that's nice. You've kind of filtered what you want to say in a way that's helpful and useful. Now, still, that might not be enough because you, of course, sometimes might be wrong and we need a certain humility to this. You know, people have contrary positions sometimes on things and sometimes we learn a little later on in life as we look back that our position wasn't quite what it could be. Maybe it wasn't even wrong, but it just wasn't as finely tuned as it is now. Sometimes there's a bit of learning needs to happen in development. So I think having a conversational approach is already a really good starting point. And being able to build in some of that humility to our speech and be able to say something like, I could be wrong, however, based on my experience or what I've learned from X, Y, and Z sources, I really you know, feel this is the case. What do you think? So that already as a starting point is probably going to be very, very different than you're wrong and here's why, or just you're wrong. <laughs> it's not going to maybe go down as well. But then, of course, the individual difference comes in here as well. 
how can another person really get the message? So, you know, if you really feel it's important that they do get the message, how can they best get that message? What does that actually mean? And, you know, sometimes it's very obvious. I mean, do they literally speak the same language as you do? If not, maybe you're not the best person to be communicating to them. You know, maybe somebody else is, or you're going to have to find a way of translating it. And I use that example because, you know, for some reason we tend to think, okay, if somebody speaks a different language, fair enough, maybe I, I, I might be able to reach them. However, if they do, then we should completely understand each other. But language isn't that simple. You know, just because we, um, just because we technically are using the same words doesn't mean that we associate exactly the same experience to, to those words. So it can be rather important to understand that and to try and empathize and respect and get into another person's shoes, get into their perspective to some degree and try and do a bit of a Venn diagram of you, the circle of what you're all about and the circle of what they're all about. question is, what's in the middle there? What is it that you can kind of lean into a little bit and experience from their perspective, essentially? And that puts you in a much more powerful position to be able to get information across if it is actually important and beneficial for them as well as for you. And another point I think that's nice with this is to question why you want to communicate to begin with. And, and that might seem obvious. You might say, well, it's right and I want to get the point across, but, but why? Even if it's technically beneficial to them, and even if it is correct, as, as far as you understand, are you trying to help this person to change their life? Are you trying to help them to feel better? Or are you communicating because it, it makes you feel better to communicate? And that's not wrong, by the way. That's entirely valid. But depending on what your motivation is for sharing and communicating to begin with, you may want to take a slightly different approach. And you may want to have that conversation with a different person. Now, sometimes what this type of conversation can lead to is a, a feeling of, well, hold on a moment. Some things we see in the world are just wrong. Some things we got to fight and some things we got to battle. And I think that's really fair. It really is. And, you know, I personally have just such a huge amount of respect for people who often put their own comfort uh, to the side and sometimes even their safety to the side. Nobody could ask them to do that, but some people voluntarily do that because they believe in something and they want to speak up and they want to make a difference and they want to make a point. So, you know, that, that's just such a worthwhile and courageous thing to do. However, when you're battling with, I suppose, choosing your battles, sometimes it's good to recognize that just because you walk away from one conversation doesn't mean you need to walk away from the overall message of what you're about. So you might take an example of, let's say, a, a police officer who is on their way to help somebody who is, is in a, a serious predicament. And this is important, you know, they're, they're good at what they do, they're trying to get there on time, but as they're driving there, they happen to notice somebody shoplifting out of the corner of their eye outside a, a shop that they're driving past. So it's clear in that moment that they'll be able to go, yeah, okay, and overlook that. Because of course, they're going to do something more important in that moment. So this is this idea of being able to choose higher priorities, I suppose, in a given moment. Now, it may still come from the same place. 
uh, you know, wanting to help people or wanting to prevent crime. You know, it's not that they don't care about the owner of the shop who maybe has a problem with shoplifting and they don't want to help them. But of course, they're going to be able to call something as a greater priority and not worry about the, the lesser priority in that moment because we only have so much attention available. There is only so much bandwidth we have essentially to work with. So I think that's a lovely meditation to have because what that gives you the permission to do sometimes is to recognize, okay, as well as int intentioned, as well intentioned as I might have been, this is maybe not the right conversation for me to have. Maybe I'm not the right person to talk to them or they're not the right person to talk with me. Maybe that needs to happen in a different way at a different time. However, if I still feel strongly about this, maybe I can pursue this with another person in another conversation at another time, at another level. And in that way, you don't have to in any way give up from something that you feel is important. You get to retain those principles, uh, but you get to hopefully exercise them and communicate them in a way that is actually effective, which you know, I suppose is really what we want, that we're you know, reaching people. Now, this is a very nuanced topic and you know please do share your experience in the comments on this because you know, it's a vastly complex area and sometimes sometimes the goal isn't to change minds anyway sometimes actually having a conversation particularly if it happens in a, in a public forum can be useful anyway because by just sharing ideas you see this in debates quite often that probably the two debaters don't change their mind that often it's rather rare to see that However, people observing the debate maybe think in a more nuanced way or gain clarity that they otherwise didn't have. And that's really useful. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or on JFL.com.